from the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, a very pleasant good morning to you. Uh, hi there. This is Patrick Timpone. As you can see, the sun is streaming into my political... My right. It's not my political right. Uh, we have a beautiful day working here in Dripping Springs, Texas. We've been getting about 30 degrees, making the rainwater nice and cold for my morning and evening showers when we do a little Wim Hof. We'll be talking more about that on Friday. It's crazy, man. Ice cold showers. Yow! 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 Anyway, uh, we're going to have fun this morning. Later on, we'll talk with Evan Folds. Evan's quite a, uh, a gardener and uh, uh, agriculture guy, and he's uh, uh, long studied the work of Rudolf Steiner. And he's such a fascinating character in the world of uh, agriculture and philosophy that we thought that we talked to Evan about that. That's coming up about noon or so. But between now and then, we're going to talk with Charlie and see what kind of trouble we can get into or get out of. And the fellow's name is Charlie Sewell. He's a friend that I've known for a long time. He lives on the border of Virginia and the great state of Kentucky. And Charlie's been studying the Constitution, patriot kind of things, uh, ideas about how we navigate in the world of uh, these United States for a very very long time. He's quite a researcher, and we thought we would get, dig into the Constitution because Charlie says there's a lot of things in the Constitution that we don't, don't quite get. Mr. Charlie, good morning. Thanks for coming on the show. Good morning, good morning, for sure. How are things there and on the border of Kentucky and Virginia? You guys doing good? No, we're actually Tennessee. Oh, Virginia. Tennessee. Sorry, Tennessee. That's okay. Just a stone's throw is the Valhalla of NASCAR, the Bristol Motor Speedway. Oh, well, of course. Uh, Tennessee is, is quite a pretty good state when it comes to freedoms and stuff, don't they? I've been reading. They've got some cool people in politics that are kind of putting their foot down a lot of this. Well, it looks like Marsha Blackburn is really uh, doing a good job. Just the few things I've heard when she's been interviewed uh, on the radio and stuff. But, you know, the great thing we're going to talk about today is I'm just going to talk about four topics. The Fourth Amendment, um, the Supremacy Clause, the Oath of Office, and the use of constitutional winning rulings from the Supreme Court and lower court. Whoa, oh, that's, a, that's a mouthful. Okay, well, let's start with the Fourth Amendment because that's very um, uh in our face, if you will, these days, right, Charlie? People talk about yes. Fourth Amendment with uh, somebody wanting to inject you with something, then somebody on the other side will say, well, you can't do that because I'm secure in my persons and my property, and then searches and stuff. So um, is, uh, is, this the, is this the correct, can I read this? The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. That's the Fourth Amendment, right? Okay, yes. Okay, and that's the first half of the Fourth Amendment. And what is critical about this is this is the doorway to all the secured rights in the Bill of Rights. Now, a lot of things that people don't understand is they say, I want my constitutional rights and stuff like that. And Constitution this, Constitution that. 
<clears throat> Constitution doesn't apply to the people. Article one is the legislative branch, right? Article right, one, Patrick. Uh, let's see. Is the legislative branch. Okay, I'm with you. Okay, are you an employee of the legislative branch in any way, shape, or form? No. So that doesn't apply to you. So let's go to the second article, which is the executive branch. Are you involved in any way in the federal executive branch of the United States government? I am not, sir. Okay, so that article doesn't apply to you. So let's go to the third article. The third article is the judiciary. Are you involved in any way in the federal judiciary? I am not. <laughs> then what part of the Constitution applies to you? Because the Bill of Rights, the Bill of Rights, the preamble says it was written as restrictions on federal employees. So in essence, we are claiming our secured rights in the Constitution. That they took an oath of office not to trespass on. They meaning the political heroes of ours took an oath of office saying that I'm not going to trespass on Patrick's and Charlie's and you listening. God-given rights enumerated in the Constitution? The unalienable rights, the unalienable rights secured in the Constitution, secured in the Bill of Rights. In the Bill of Rights. That was added, amended to the Constitution four years later in 1791. The Constitution was written in uh, 17... I think it's 87, if I can add right. And there were some things in there they didn't like. And so they said, in order for the rest of us to pass this Constitution, we want the Bill of Rights added. So let's go right in to so, that sentence. So, so, so then the Constitution body doesn't really apply to us, as you said, because we're not in all these different government organizations. Correct. And is that why some of the founding fathers in 87 said we got to add the Bill of Rights because we're really not looking after the peoples? Well, as a matter of fact, it is, because if you look, all the rights, it doesn't say the right of citizens to keep and bear arms, does it? Uh, I'm not reading the fifth, but or the second, rather, sorry. No, it doesn't say. It says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Second Amendment. The Fourth Amendment says the right of the people, people to be, be secure. secure in their persons. It doesn't say citizens, okay? And it doesn't say the right of persons to be. It says people. Okay. It's talking about the men and women, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so the key is when it says persons, it means your body. Oh, it does. Your body. How do we okay. know that? How do you know that? Because what else can your person be? Well, that's true. The right of the... Mm, yeah, it's got to be about my body, right? <laughs> what else? It is. Yeah. And, 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 you see, the great thing, it says houses, paper, and effects. Mm-hmm. Persons, houses, paper, and effects. Okay? So what is that? That's your property. Yes. That's your property. Okay? Now, the persons also means uh, your bride... Your children, children, your persons, those are your those are your property. So this says against unreasonable search and seizures. Well, what's an unreasonable search? 
wouldn't the PCR test and the rapid test be an unreasonable search? I would think. Sure. And seizure, the vaccine. Another unreasonable seizure would be mask. We're going to explain how this fits in the second half of the Fourth Amendment. But I just want you to get what person is. The person is your body. That's your body. Secure in their persons. It's got to mean their body, right? What else does it, would it mean? It is. Yeah. Sure. And we're going to go into that in an important federal ruling, Green versus Appalachia. I certainly okay, let me because yeah, I, that's uh, one of my favorites. So, yeah. so, so, so let's see here. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's just let you take the reins here. So do we want to read part two? I mean, is that important or? Oh, yeah. Okay. This is the critical part. But before we go there, when it says against unreasonable search and seizures, look at the words that are used in the Bill of Rights and in the Constitution. Be secured in against unreasonable search and seizure, nor be deprived without due process. No law prohibiting, abridging, shall not be infringed, shall not be compelled. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privilege and immunities. That's the supremacy clause, early beginnings. Deprive any person of life, liberty, or property, nor deny the equal protection of the law, no cruel or unusual punishment inflicted to deny or disparage, impairing the obligation of contracts. I think that kind of lays out um, what's covered that they aren't allowed to do in their oath of office. Oh, so you just read the supremacy clause? No, these um, are words out of, out of the 10 amendments of the Bill of Rights. Ah, these okay. are phrases in the Bill of Rights. Okay. These are all telling them, you won't do this, you won't do that, you won't disparage, you won't compel, you <laughs> on and on and on. Yeah, yeah. Good words. Compel, discourage. Yeah. <laughs> so the second part is the important part. It's monster. It, everybody has read the Fourth Amendment lots of times, okay? And I've read it a lot. I've been reading it for 20 years. And I, I the last time we talked, I shared that Fourth Amendment paper um, that had some court cases and stuff. And just in the last six months, and before we read that second part, let's talk about what I love to share. When they pave the, drive, the road in front of your house, Patrick, mm -hmm. do they pave your driveway? No. Why? Because it's private property. It's your property. And so now the second part of the Fourth Amendment is how they can, what they have to have to come on your property. The second part come, of the fourth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so it says no warrant, and we're going to break all of these phrases down. No warrant shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the places to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Okay. So now let's see what is a warrant. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> a warrant is any order regulation issued by any public official. Now, most people read warrants and they think it's coming from the court 
or from a judge. All right. But just the other day, I read in the Virginia Code talking about the money that um, uh, Biden in the second um, package was giving to the schools, 125 million to billion to the schools. It says expenditures. And I loved it because this verified what I'm saying about a warrant. Expenditures and disbursements from the fund shall be made by the state treasurer on warrants issued by the controller upon request signed by the governor. So this isn't even coming. It's telling you a warrant is an order from any public official that has the authority to do so. Let me read it one more time. Expenditures and disbursements from the fund shall be made by the state treasurer on warrants issued by the controller upon written request signed by the governor. So anybody that has authority can issue a warrant. That's what the executive orders are. Remember when all the governors were doing the executive orders of uh, six feet, da-da-da, wear mask, da-da-da-da-da, okay, all of it. See, that was a warrant, okay? Now, the key is, shall be issued. So when it's issued, it's issued from the private side into the public side. And we've talked about that. I'm not going to go in that big, but anybody that wants it, I have a chart that shows the public and the private. All right, here's the key phrase, but upon probable cause. In other words, there has to be some verified material evidence establishing a credible threat or crime or event exists for them to take action. Now, that is enforced by the most important part, supported by oath or affirmation. This means a living man or woman under oath provides a statement supporting the alleged claim and accepts full liability. In other words, oath or affirmation under penalties of perjury. And if you don't have that, then the alleged claim is just hearsay and it's frivolous. So this ties in to the vaccines and the mask. We're going to get in that. And then when it says particularly describing the places to be searched, a person or things to be seized. So it says there has to be probable cause and there has to be an affidavit with verified material evidence supporting whatever the claim is. And an and affidavit so we, would be a, a sworn statement by the person who is going to do this warrant saying it's true and correct under penalty of perjury or something like that. Correct. Right. Correct. What, what's happening, like when a, uh, the police uh, want to do a search warrant, they have to go in there and they have to articulate their probable cause and they have to sign an affidavit that under penalties of perjury, they believe it's true. But in, on TV, though, you have to have a judge. That's, that's for that particular warrant. But you see, I just read you where the government can, excuse me, the governor of Virginia can issue a a warrant, an order to the state stretch treasurer saying disimburse some of the $125 billion or how much it is that went to Virginia to go into the educational systems. Hmm, Okay. Okay. Now, let me share one thing that we'll talk about briefly with Green and Achalucha. Um, um, Federal Appellate Judge Tannenbaum said 
a person's right to be let alone by other people is left largely to the laws of the individual states and is not contained in the Fourth Amendment. The citizens of Florida through their state constitution may provide themselves with more protection. Okay. He, you know, I've talked about, I always ask everybody, have you read your state declaration of rights? You probably remember me asking you that time, last time in the audience, your state declaration of rights is even more powerful than the federal bill of rights. Hmm. And if you're part of the original 13 colonies, your Declaration of Rights was written almost eight years before the, actually 10 years before the Federal Declaration of Rights was written, hmm. the Federal Bill of Rights. Okay, so it is important that everybody read their original Declaration of Rights, because if not, you're, you're at a disadvantage. And here's an example. And everything I'm reading from is from this. Oh, that shows up good, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Too much light. That's not going to show up. I have this that I sent Patrick, and he can send it to you, or you can email me, and I'll send it to you. It's called Turning Over Stones, um, Pulling Back the Curtain on the Constitution. Okay. Let me read you what the Virginia Declaration of Rights, and then I'm going to give it back to you to ask questions. <clears throat> that all men are by nature equally free and independent and have certain inherent rights of which, when they enter into a state of society, they cannot by any compact deprive or divest their pros posterity of the enjoyment of life, liberty, the means of acquiring, possessing property, pursuing and taking happiness and safety. What's a compact? It's a code, it's an ordinance, it's a mandate, it's a regulation. All of those are a compact, okay? And the important, uh -oh. yeah. Yeah. Can you still hear? Yeah, Chuck. Uh, Chuck, get off, please. Yeah, uh, you're you're screwing things up. There's somebody on named Chuck. Would you please get off? Get off the Zoom, uh, Charlie. One network. Charlie sent a, a link uh, uh, to the Zoom thing by mistake. Chuck, get off. Get off. I don't know how to do this. Hold on. Can you still hear me? I can still hear you, but Chuck's got to be able to hear us. Chuck, get off. get off. I don't know what to do. Um, let's see. It's crazy. Yeah, Charlie sent out the link to the Zoom rather than the, just by mistake. Um, I don't know how to get rid of this guy. Um, me neither, and I apologize. Um, what is that? Uh, mm, 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 mm. Something has happened. Charlie, why, why, why don't you disconnect and um, click back. back on. If, do, you, do you have Chuck's email address? You can email him and tell him not to actually, do this. Actually, that may be me. Something happened and switched my thing. Let me call you right. I'm going to get right back on. Hang on. Oh, okay. Oh, that may be you. Yeah. Oh, well, cool. <laughs> yeah, live. Let's do this.
Before I start my work day, I like to get my workout in. It makes me much more effective throughout the rest of the day. Now, one of my favorite supplements to use in conjunction with my training is Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. These are sustainably and humanely harvested from US free range animals. Now, what's interesting about elk deer, moose, all these animals back, we call Patrick, the cervids. They're the only mammals who have an organ that actually falls off and regenerates every year. These elk antlers grow out in just a matter of a couple of months. In order to grow like that, they need growth factors, steroidal compounds that cause that rapid growth. Those can actually be harvested, freeze-dried, and put into solution that you can actually utilize in your own body. Now, there's been a back and forth history with this being banned for doping in professional athletics. Currently, it is legal, except that it is really rich in IGF-1, which is a banned substance. Now, of course, this is a natural substance. This is not a steroid. But when you look at natural substances, you won't find anything more powerful than elk antler for recovery, for lean muscle growth and maintenance, for metabolic enhancement, and for recovery after injuries and surgery. This is incredible stuff. If you're looking for a natural supplement that boosts your metabolism, helps you grow lean body mass, burns fat, increases libido and energy levels, and helps your body regenerate from your workouts or from injuries or surgeries, take a look at Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. It's a great product, and uh, elk antler and uh, CBD and taboo, taboo for Valentine's Day, Day, Valentine's Day, are on sale, and they go off sale tonight at midnight. So if you're here live with us on February 15th, and you'd like to get some of the uh, sale items through Sir Thrival on our website, One Radio Network, it is... Um, Love 15, 15% off. Love 15. A great product that was uh, uh, created in Russia by the Russian government. They hired some scientists, including Dr. Michael Kiriak, to come up with uh, some combinations of microalgaes that they would could use to help people live longer and not get sick. Because the Russians, the Rushkis, are really into longevity, you know, like... You know, the Russians have always been in I think they, they really believe that uh, the more vodka they drink, the longer they'll live. But, you know, that was a lie that they saw on the TV news. But anyway, uh, BioAge uh, was created there, and um, it was a, it's a very special combination of microalgaes, spirulina, uh, dunalina, salina, hemim, some things I can't even pronounce, but there are about four or five different microalgaes and they're made in a bioreactor. So there's no uh, possible way to contaminate them with uh, uh, pollution and such. And uh, the, it's a really great product. And it's on our website. And uh, uh, they were doing it and spent a lot of money to, to come up with these through the Russian government. And then uh, the whole uh, Chernobyl thing happened. The project was shut down. Michael Kiriak carried on when after he moved to Canada, and uh, this is a product that has emerged from that. It's called uh, Bio Superfood. There's uh, mm, uh, this is the best one, the F3. That's the strongest one. So check it out. It's on our website on OneRadioNetwork.com. Bio Superfood. I think you'll like it. You can feel this product. I mean, they went through a whole lot of stuff to get it to where it is. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is one 
www.radionetwork.com. And there's Charlie Sewell, uh, authority on the Constitution and all things uh, legal and non-legal and whatever. And uh, so we figure out what... We, was that you, Charlie? Yes, I'm yeah. back. It was me. I must have hit my... Um, camera usb cord and messed us up i see okay so so let's just slow down a second here and see where we are so let's get into some uh uh, matrix life with this fourth amendment so everything that you know about the fourth amendment is is there knowledge that you have that we can share with people with documents or whatever that folks can use to not take this jab? Well, first of all, and we've talked about it before, I'm not an attorney and I'm, you know, just sharing information. No, I understand. I know, you know, and, and the key is, yes, you can. And one of the things I had on here as we discussed the Fourth Amendment and the Supremacy Clause is the religious exemption is an inferior argument, is an inferior petition to take the employer, all right? Because when you do that, you're asking your employer to recognize a secured constitutional right. In essence, you're begging him. You're saying, here, please, sir, it's like like Tiny Tim, can I have another bowl of soup, you know? And it's back to the Fourth Amendment. You have to always be asking them the question, where is your specific authority in the Constitution that allows you to trespass on my person and my body? Okay, let's stop there. That's brilliant. So so you think that when people are doing these uh, religious exemptions, although in some cases they work, in many cases yes. they don't, but you're taking an inferior position because you're you're going around the idea that you should be asking them what gives them the authority under the Constitution to mandate I get an injection to work here. Is that right? And this is where the greatest gift the people have been given is the Florida Appellate Court, Green versus Appalucha, Achalucha, um, June 11th, 2021, and I can send you the ruling I've downloaded. It's a gift to the American people because Green refused to wear a mask at Walmart. All of this went on. He went to the lower court. The lower court said that um, the employees of Walmart have just as much right to make you wear a mask as you have the right not to wear a mask because we've got a uh, this this uh, pandemic going on. Right. And the federal judge Tannenbaum said, first of all, the lower court judge provided no material evidence that verified the virus could be spread by mask. Okay. Okay. He, now the judge inferred that and let me let me share with you this goes under the oath or affirmation and verified material evidence. Okay. There has to be verified material evidence to support the warrant, to support the action. Okay. I'm going to jump ahead just a second. I want to read you something. We were talking about the supremacy clause. 
the governors, the smart governors, Texas, Florida, uh, Georgia, when they did their executive orders, they put in there this clause that if one or more of the provisions contained in this order shall be held to be invalid in violation of the Georgia Constitution or in violation of Georgia law or or unenforceable in any respect, such invalidity shall not affect the other provisions. That's the severability clause. What they're saying is, if this mandate violates the Constitution, then it's void, okay? Virginia, under general provisions, the department may inspect any premises, matter, or things within its jurisdiction, including, but oh, wait a minute, that's not the one I want, excuse me. The um, severability clause, uh, Title I, 243. The provisions of this act of the, the provision of the acts of the General Assembly, that's all the acts of the Virginia General Assembly or the application thereof to any person or circumstance that are held invalid shall not affect the validity of the other acts. What do you think it means when they say they pass an act that can be held invalid? What would be, what would it be invalid of? It would be invalid of the secured rights of the state's declaration of rights and the federal bill of rights. So they have these severability clauses, but the people have to be smart enough to know. And again, let me tell everybody, when you get this seven page document that has this information in here, you'll be able to follow it better. And so don't be. Yeah, it's a little, this too- you go down a lot of rabbit holes. It's very difficult for us to follow where you are. So let's let's. Let's kind of pull me back home. Uh, pull you back and and just talk about some things that we can understand because you know I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed here. Um, <clears throat> so, are you saying then what Texas, Florida, and other people have done with their um, saying that the Biden mandates are not correct? They they did the right thing and and they're on track. They, their executive orders were a violation of the Fourth Amendment and the Equal Protection Right Clause. Biden. Okay. Biden's executive order. No, no. No. The Virginia governor, the New York Cuomo governor. I promise you, Governor Cuomo does not have a severability clause in his oath of office. I mean, excuse me, in his executive orders. The executive orders of Georgia, Texas, and Florida, they had severability clauses that said, if this mass mandate is invalid, then it's thrown out and all the other things that are listed in this executive order stand as law. Okay? Okay. So so make it simple here. Where, where, where are we with this? With the difference, so the states have the power to tell the Biden administration no, simply. They do. They do because 
what Biden did was unconstitutional. It was a violation of the Fourth Amendment. And, and the example I can give is one of the first executive orders that Biden passed when he went in. He signed 17. He did a loan forgiveness for farmers of color. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Loan forgiveness. And in June of 2020, um, or it may have been 21, you, you can look it up. The white farmers took it to a federal appellate judge the same way Mr. Green did in Appalachia County and said, this is unconstitutional. This is a violation of the 14th Amendment. Biden has no authority to take government funds and give it to one group of people and deny it to another group of people. That's a violation of the equal protection law. That's a violation of the civil rights laws. And the federal judge has stayed that government executive order. Okay. So in answering your question, the people are uneducated, the corporate officers at the hospitals that are requiring their employees to get vaccinated, the colleges that are requiring their uh, students to get vaccinated, none of them know the law. So it's important that the people understand the Fourth Amendment and the whole parameter of this. And then it's important, excuse me, to understand Green versus Appalachia. But as you know, this whole thing is being is being laid out, Charles Sewell, with the knowledge that most people are not going to figure this out. <laughs> That's correct. They're just not going to figure it out. That's so, what happens. Wow. Now, wow. To so, really help, to really help, I'm not going to go into the bonds right now. But there are three ladies, Violet, Mickey, and Ann, who have created a website called Bonds for the Win. Oh, yeah, I've heard about Bonds it. Bonds for the Win. Okay. Okay. And they can get all the information that they want there that I would go into and I've gone into in the past, but they've got it and we can save time and let everybody go. And they've got two videos out. I've transcribed them. If you want the, the uh, transcriptions, email me at the email address. I'll send you those. But the reason this is critical, now this is where it comes in for you and me and the rest of the people. We have to get the oath of office, which we're going to talk about shortly and we're going to get their bonds. And then we're going to write them a letter and say, here's where you have violated your oath of office. You violated the secure rights of the people. And you said you wouldn't do it in your oath of office. And what's important about that with the bonds is the bonds is for the fateful discharge of the duties of the office. So in other words, not only did they sign an oath of office that said they would support the Constitution, doesn't say I'll trespass on the Constitution, so help me God. It doesn't say I will allow my fellow public employees to trespass on the Constitution, so help me God. It says I will support the Constitution. And then the bond says they have to put up a bond that says they will faithfully discharge the duties of the office and so now with those pieces of information, we can get their bond and oath of office and point out where they have violated 
and trespassed on their oath of office, the Constitution and our rights, and go to the bond com company and make a claim. Huh. And I, I've read it a little bit, and there were a couple of things going on in some school boards. They went for their bonds, and there's been some successes with people that they, so they, they just, um, they, they attack their bonds and the bond people then make the, uh, the, um, the government people back off? <clears throat> What's happened is, in Violet's case, where she originally served the superintendent of the schools and the superintendents did not comply. Violet gave her five days and did not comply. And she filed her claim with the insurance company, the bonding company. And the next day, all state and federal funds ceased coming to the district. Wow. Okay. Until the matter was resolved. And um, then Violet in an act of compassion, because they stopped the mask mandates, um, she withdrew the claim, and then they went back and double-crossed her and reinstated the mask mandates. So now, instead of having just the bond of the superintendent, she's got the superintendent, the assistant superintendent, the treasurer, and the assistant treasurer, and she's going back after all of them again. Hmm. And Mickey, who interviewed them, said, this is a lesson to let you know that when you put your foot on their throat, don't take it off because they're that dirty and they're that conniving, which we already know. Uh, we have uh, seen uh, some interviews, uh, one that Del Bigtree did with um, a lady and I'm trying to figure out where she is and find her and have her on. But they have real evidence uh, that the school boards are taking money to from somewhere the government yeah, yes. is it i don't know is yes. it the government somewhere um i'll tell you all about it yeah and 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 then and when they take the money then they have to do what they say for the mask they have to do the mask wow. they have to do crt and they have to institute in school vaccination programs for the kids without parental knowledge and where is this money coming from it's just coming from the printing press. This was yeah, I know, Biden's but I mean, it's, it's from the uh, Biden administration. It's from the Biden administration. He did 115 billion, according to what Violet and Mickey were talking about, wow. and then the CDC dropped in another 10 billion. So we're talking about 125 billion that's being dispersed through all the school districts in the country. Yes, sir. And so now, what I found out Whoa. is all of these government programs whether it's housing, whatever it is, they're attaching conditions to the money that's received and the public officials are not informing their constituents that if we take this money, this is what we have to do. All right? Uh, yeah, I see. Just like the school boards or the city councils with Agenda 21 and Smart Growth and all of that. Exactly. The same thing. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. And so that's why then these different places, whether they be city councils or school boards, they're they're getting all this vaccine thing and masking, and because if they don't do it, then they don't get the money. Correct. Exactly. 
They're being okay. And so now this falls back into grasping what's covered in your state declaration of rights. The school board, let's just type the school board okay. because we're talking about the mask. We're talking about bonds for the win. Okay. The school board withheld information from the public. Okay. And made it seem like they were heroes. We're going to get $5 million for our school district from this government wallet. And everybody's so excited saying, oh, good school board. Oh, Mr. Superintendent, you're our hero. And they know they have to do the mass. They have to do CRT and they have to institute mandatory, excuse me, vaccination programs without parental knowledge. Wow. Okay. That's fraud. That's fraud. Oh, that's fraud on their part because they didn't tell uh, their constituents there that they, they're, well, so they could all be and like, a, I mean, whew. in Virginia, hmm. under Section 3, it says the government is or ought to be instituted for the common benefit, protection and security of the people, nation and, or community of all the various modes and forms of government that is best, which is capable of producing the greatest degree of happiness and safety. And here's the phrase and is most effectually secured against the danger of maladministration. So when they took that money and haven't told the people mass CRT and vaccinations, that's maladministration. So what you've got, that's a claim against the bond, okay? The fact that they created a compact that divide the okay. division. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. so you can actually go for the bonds of these school board people because they committed fraud. Yes. And then you are able to list in the founding documents of your state and of the federal government in the Bill of Rights where they did this. That's what you're standing on because that proves they never had the authority. So do people have to get that geeky and detailed with that? Can they not just go for the bond and say these people committed fraud and that's it? Or you, do you really have to get a geeky case put together? I mean, how many people can do that? Well, I've printed the information yeah. that makes it easy. Yeah. Okay. And, and and it's just a matter of, do you want your kid to come home with a Band-Aid no, on their shoulder? And the mom says, what happens? Says, oh, I got the I got the Moderna MNRN vaccine today. Aren't I cool? So, I mean, so you the, better decide what wow. it means. So the government is, is giving money to these different places, school boards and schools, and they're, they're putting in place this idea that they can vaccinate the kids without the parents' permission, and the parents don't even, sure. they don't even know it? That's what Violet and Mickey and them are talking about. And I've seen it in some of the public schools in like New York and Have stuff you? like that. They're doing Where it? they're setting up these vaccine programs. Wow. That's like crazy. I'm telling you, it's criminal. It is criminal. And so you got to decide what you're going to stand up for. Look at the fight that the mothers and fathers in Loudoun County, Virginia are doing. And they're doing it all over the country. 
And some of them are being arrested. The school board's having them arrested for trespassing. And sometimes they're actually locking the doors and doing closed public meetings. Okay, all of that. Is that still going on? I was kind of got the idea that it was dying out this all the school board stuff, but it's still strong. I mean, well, there are some school boards that are absolutely entrenched. You're not telling me you're not telling me what to do. Really? But you see, the people are going in and they're not quoting the oath of office, their bond, and they're not quoting the clauses in the Fourth Amendment and equal protection. They're not quoting those. They're not getting anywhere because so they just look at them and because they know what are they going to do? Wow. Exactly. Amazing. It is terrifying. And, you know, if you want to plant a garden, it's not just enough to go buy some seeds at Walmart in the spring, just throw them out in your yard, is it? You got to go up there and dig the grass up, turn the soil, then plant your seeds in the ground and water them and, and keep weeding, right? Well, that's the same way it is with this if you want to protect your rights because your legislatures aren't going to do it. They're not going to do we it. We already know that. No, yeah. So, Charlie. We know the police. Um, so, we've read that uh, Walmart, I mean, not Walmart, but Costco, who I really thought was a good company, but they're bonkers. And in some places, I think in Canada now, I don't know if they're doing it here, that they're requiring people to show a vaccination card to get in, and then if they don't have a card, they're only allowed to buy, I think, food and pharmaceuticals, and they have an employee walk around with you while you buy your food, and that's all you, because I guess it's deemed necessary. I mean, and they are a private company, but can they get away, can they get away with that? Uh, They can't. They can't. But we've got two problems. First of all, the people at the front door, they're just trying to get their paycheck. Sure, yeah. Feed their family. Yeah. Okay, you're talking about the top, okay? And so we have to put the people at the top on notice, all right? I have a letter from a friend of mine, Don, in Alabama that quotes uh, the court case. When You see, when those companies register to become, to get an IRS number, I think it's called an EIN number. Yes, EIN. Then they become a political subdivision and instrumentality of the federal government, and they fall under the protected rights of the Constitution. Now, on the public side, they think they get to do whatever they want. Because they're a private company. Because they're a private company. And we know that's not true because didn't Congress say pharmaceuticals get immunity if they do harm long ago yes there's no way if that's on the public side they're blowing smoke on the american people that's why you have to get the oath of office and the bond hmm. of the public officials that do this okay and so you got to decide i mean if your car dies do you just go buy a new car you say well honey my car died we're just going to have to go buy a new car. And she says, well, did you try the jumper cables? <laughs> well, no, I'm just going to buy a new car. Why go to the trouble of getting jumper cables? 
That's what this is all about. You, we, we, we let go. You know, after the Civil War, they wrote the Ku Klux Klan Act to stop all the discrimination, and they eventually changed it to the Civil Rights Act. Mm -hmm. And now it's 241 and 242. 241 is conspiracy for deprivation of rights, and 242 is deprivation of rights under color of law, individual or a group of people, okay? So what's happened is when all of the civil rights stuff was going on, the majority of the people was going, well, that's just black people. I'm not a black person. I, I get to get on the bus. I get to do this. I get to do that. And what that was, was a warning that we all need to lead, learn about the Civil Rights Act and how to enforce them. And now everybody's in that position and we're going, what do we do? Yeah. And that's what these seven pages are about. So, and you're going to... You, if people can email you to get these seven pages. Let me put up your email address right here. You see it, folks, cdsea10 at gmail.com. So, Charlie, all of the um, um, the big, you know, so much of the news we're hearing are how many people are getting fired here and there and there and there from private companies that are saying, you got to get the vax or you can't work here, right? And... Folks are trying different kinds of things. Most of them are trying religious exemptions and some work and some don't. Um, but just big picture, what would somebody who's in that situation have, have to do to, if they really want to stay there? Well, unfortunately, um, you're not going to be able to educate, in my humble opinion, you're not going to be able to educate the management. If you're dealing with Costco, Lowe's, that's got a Facebook or whoever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They're making the decision and passing it down. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. And so, so in essence, the American people that are involved in this are in a catch 22. Hmm. And because you're talking about having to get information together and file a civil rights lawsuit. Okay, you're going to have to find, and this is going to happen. Remember when HIV happened. Remember yeah. when um, AIDS happened. And all those people got fired. And eventually, civil rights lawsuits were filed, and those companies lost millions and millions of dollars in civil rights lawsuits because it was a violation of the 14th Amendment. Wow. What's the 14th Amendment say, Charlie? It's the equal protection under e the law. Equal protection under the law. Give us a simple example of what that would be. Um, well, let's take, let's take Costco. We were talking about Costco right. and having to have a vaccine passport. Yes, sir. That you can't shop the whole store mm -hmm. unless you have a vaccine passport. Can they say, oh, you're black. You can't shop the whole store. You can only shop in this area and that area, and we're going to have an employee folly. No, you can't do that. Why? Why? 14th it's a violation of the Civil Rights Act. Which is the 14th Amendment thing? Well, the Equal 14th protection. Amendment is where it's written. Then it's in 1983, which is a civil rights action, and 241-242. Can they say um, um, no women wearing burqas can shop at Costco? 
Can they do that? I don't think so. No, because it's a violation of, the, of civil rights, equal rights. Can they say no people with disability can shop today? Nope. It's all the same thing. It's all a violation of the Civil Rights Amendment, and you have to show them 241 and 242. Say, I need some names. I need some names of people right now. Wow. You know, and if they call the police, then you tell the police, pull up 241 and 242 and read it. Because they don't get to do it, and you don't either. So I guess the Costco's of the world, they're just, whatever for whatever reason, they're just thinking that some people just won't come here, so we'll, we'll lose them, but we'll, we'll, we'll run this up the flagpole and deal with it. It's, it's, looking, it's like what Justice Trudeau's done in Canada. Mm. He's invoked the Emergency Powers Act, that, yeah. which is a War Powers Act. They're going to seize the trucks. They're going to arrest the truckers. And they're going to seize their bank accounts. Whoa. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And you talk about, but they don't have the Constitution we have. Okay. But this can happen in our country too. Okay. But if the people don't know what to do, and it's got to be at the local level, this is the power of bonds for the win with Mickey, Violet, and Ann, and all of these mothers and fathers that are coming to grips with it. We can do it at the local level. We can get the school board superintendent's oath and bond. We can get the school board members' oath and bond. Hmm. So you get their oath and bond, and then you stop it there no matter what's going on above them. Absolutely. Because, again, just to change the supremacy clause of the Constitution, I'm going to read you the Virginia supremacy clause. Okay. The Constitution and laws, of, and this is on page three, the Constitution and laws of the United States and the Commonwealth shall be supreme. Any ordinance, resolution, bylaw, rule, regulation, or order of any governing body that means the Virginia legislature or any corporation, board, or number of persons shall not be inconsistent with the Constitution and the laws of the United States. So right here in the Virginia Supremacy Clause, it said the Virginia legislature never had the authority to pass a mask mandate because going back to the Fourth Amendment, where is the verified material evidence that the SARS-2 COVID virus exists? Where's the verified material evidence that generic masks stop the spread of the virus? And where is the verified material evidence that six foot spacing stops the spread of the yeah. virus? They just don't have it. They just don't have it. Right. Right. So it was a void law, but nobody knew to call them on it. Hmm. You know, you would think, I don't know, maybe I'm just naive, but all of the data out there and the videos of people being damaged by these injections, the myocardial things, and all of this stuff, that uh, they're still getting away with this. That's because so many people have drunk the water. It's like Jim Jones no, in, in, it's a cult. in his place down there cult, in, in huh? Guyana or wherever it was. They had just so drank it that... I mean, you have to realize when he did that, the parents poisoned their children first before they drank it. And that's what's happening in this country. Wow. You've got mothers and fathers that cannot wait to get their two-year-old, three-year-old, five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old, up to 12 years old, can't wait to get them vaccinated. They can't see any of this other alternate stuff of what's happening. 
I mean, it's, I mean, they just these don't people see it. are blind. Yeah, they just don't yeah. see it. Wow. And they're in the same class with the BLM and Antifa. They thought it was okay to burn, riot, and loot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 the same mentality, in my humble opinion. Yeah, I, I, I hear. This is an email from Joe. Our hospital CEOs under oath and bond. Hospital CEOs. Well, they're going to have, they're going to read it one more time. Our hospital CEOs under oath and the bond. In the corporate charter, many corporate charters have a have a supremacy clause that says they will um, that the that they will follow the Constitution, meaning the Constitution of the federal government and the Constitution of the state government. But you see, it may not specifically say that, but do they get to break the laws of the United States? Do they get to commit murder? No. Do they get to, I mean, whatever it is, they don't get to do any of that. So their charter, in essence, binds them because to do business, they filed the charter with the Secretary of State. That means they fall under the state's Declaration of Rights, and they got an EIN number. That means they fall under the federal secured rights of the Bill of Rights, wow. and they don't get to do any. But they don't even understand that. They think they have immunity, and they don't. They don't. They don't know. They just doing their job. You know what? They have no idea. Look at this. How many attorneys across this nation, God, there's a plague of them. They're like locusts. (laughs) How many of them filed cases, went to court and filed injunctions at the local level to stop the school boards from doing mask mandates as a violation of the Fourth Amendment, as a violation of the equal protection right under 241 and 240. How many did you see get filed? Uh, I didn't see zero. Any. Yeah, zero. So, so either they're ignorant or they're complicit because it's all about money. Hmm. They're just hmm. the plague of locusts. Hmm. How many hmm. of them, how many of them filed cases, injunctions? cease and desist injunctions against the state legislatures and the governors saying what you've done is unconstitutional. The only thing you can do under equal protection is say parents get to make the decision about masks. You don't get to say that everybody has to wear them and you don't get to say nobody wears them. All you can say is is parents. How many attorneys did you see file those anywhere in any of the states? I hadn't seen any stories about that. Any. I know. I haven't either. Yeah. So they're ignorant or they're complicit hmm. in the crime. It's Patrick Timpone with Charlie Sewell. I'll show you Charlie's email address. He's happy to communicate with you. You can see it right there, cdsea10 at gmail.com. If you'd like to be on the show, you can use an 800 number, 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Um, so... Verona wants to know uh, what decisions the Supreme Court has made that has him concerned or happy. Thanks for the show. Okay, that's a good question. So what have you seen so far from these nine cloaked (laughs) dudes and dudettes in the last couple of years to give you hope or to make you cringe? Well, I'll tell you what. 
everybody needs to be excited about the court rulings, but you have to read the court rulings that are constitutionally based. Constitutionally based. Okay. I'll give you an example. The nurses in Texas filed to be exempt. Yes. And they lost. Last they year. didn't argue right. the Fourth Amendment. They didn't argue equal protection. They argued that the vaccines were experimental and that this fell under the Nuremberg Code. That didn't work. Those are political arguments. The courts do not hear political arguments. Their lawyer robbed them. Whoa. Because he should have known that. That's a political okay. argument. You're not going to win that in a court. You can't. They don't argue politics. They argue how the Constitution is written. That's why when Green took it to the appellate court, he said the Constitution guaranteed him a reasonable expectation to privacy, not to be forced to wear a mask on his body without his consent. That was a constitutional argument. And he won. And he won. And the same thing happened in Kentucky. The nurses and, and um, um, orderlies filed in Kentucky and they used the same argument. So their lawyer either didn't do any research to see that the people in Texas had already lost. He filed basically the same argument and they lost. You have to. That's why you have to know the Fourth Amendment. That's why you have to know the Supremacy Clause. That's why. And so the great ruling is November 25th, the United States Supreme Court, Roman Diocese. And this is on page five of Brooklyn, New York versus Como. And the Supreme Court said, even in a pandemic, the Constitution cannot be put away and forgotten. Whoa. They said that. Yeah, yeah, that's in the ruling. And in Green versus Appalachia, at the end of Tannenbaum's ruling, he even quotes this Supreme Court case because of all the things he talked about. And one of the things that they brought up. (laughs) uh, Okay, so Green, Tannenbaum went back to 1891, okay, where Union Pacific versus Botsford said, this this is um, on a backup notes, I've got the words actually, anyway, didn't matter. No right is held more secure or is more carefully guarded by common law than the right of every individual to possess and control his own person, free from all restraint and interference from others, unless a clear, unquestionable authority of law. Okay, that's the Fourth Amendment. This was back in 1891. They ruled it. Green in 2021 affirmed it. Judge Tannenbaum affirmed it. And then he gave 10 more court cases that say the same thing, Mm. which means under the Fourth Amendment, you have the right to be secure in your persons from unreasonable search and seizure. And then he says, free from all restraint or interference from others. That means employers government, police, health inspectors, unless by clear and unquestionable authority. Well, what did we, what's clear and unquestionable authority? There has to be verified material evidence that shows that generic mask stopped the spread of the virus. 
and they lied about the vaccine. They said it was a vaccine. And then eight months later, when everybody started getting sick again or had the vaccine and got it, it was all. So there was never any verified. So here's Botsford in 1891 saying the government can do what they want to do as long as there's verified material evidence to substantiate the probable cause. What was the probable cause? We've got this pandemic. Where's the where's the peer-reviewed, verified material evidence that that SARS-2 COVID exists, that the mask stopped the spread, and that six feet no. stops the spread? All, no, on all three. They just don't have it. They don't have it. So it was all based on hearsay. And now it's all based on hearsay. Hearsay. What have they committed? What have these companies committed? What's the United States military? They've all committed fraud. Wow. Everything they did was based on hearsay. So what's the lawsuit for these? um, The mayor of New York just fired a thousand, I think, over a thousand employees, 25 policemen, 30 um uh firefighters and something like 960 uh city employees in the education department he's committed fraud none of that evidence exists so when you make your claim not only do you have to quote the fourth amendment and the supremacy clause you have to demand where's the verified material evidence under penalties of perjury that supports what you've done Wow. Charlie Sewell is with us. Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. Have you been contacted? Uh, well, you don't do a lot of shows like this, do you? But have you been contacted by the only guy? Huh? Yes, I've, I have. I uh, need to get some... with the other. I've had two other people contact me and I need to get back with them. And now, actually, you know, the original show, we went over a lot more information and then this show, I rewrote Turning Over the Stones because I only wanted to reference four things. The Fourth Amendment, the Oath of Office, um, the Supremacy Clause, and the Supreme Court rulings. And there are so many court rulings out there at the federal appellate level and the Supreme Court level. You have to look at them. You have to look for them. You have to hunt for them. This green, Appalachia County, Judge Tannenbaum, I'm telling you, He has given the greatest gift to the American people, explaining the Fourth Amendment. If you want to understand the power of the Fourth Amendment, you see, when you file a religious exemption, the people that are filing religious exemptions are filing under the First Amendment says, I have religious freedom. Okay, and then they're giving it to them, to their employer or whoever, and saying, Please grant me this. Can I have another bowl of soup, sir? Where the other one is, where is your authority in your constitution and your charter that allows you to violate my reasonable expectation to privacy? And now they can give them the Green versus Appalachia ruling that gives over 10 court cases, including the Appalachia case that says that people have a reasonable expectation of privacy. And now you mentioned they're in violation of 241, 242, and now they're wide open to lawsuit and they never, they need to check with their attorney and their insurance, their bonding company. Charlie Sewell, is there, is there any case uh, of every, of all of this where the courts, I guess they can, or the government or people can claim that, 
well, all this stuff Charlie's saying is great, but you know what? This is an emergency. This is a pandemic. People are dying, so we get to do what we want. I mean, they've been trying this. This is part of their argument, right? But they have no verified material. Oh, they've evidence. got no evidence. Oh, yeah. So you got to have they the evidence. No evidence. <laughs> okay. Where's the evidence? Where's the peer-reviewed verified you. material evidence? That's and you get to ask it under your due process, and they don't get to refuse it. Hang on two seconds. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> okay. Here, see again, again. See, this is why the state declaration of rights are so important. In Virginia, it says, Section 2, that all power is vested in and consequently derived from the people. Notice it doesn't say citizens, doesn't say it says the people, and that magistrates are their trustees and servants and at all times amenable to them. So now when you ask for those three verified material evidence, not only and they don't provide it, not only have they violated due process, they violated section two of my state constitution. And now when I go to section three, most effectually secured against dangers of maladministration because they didn't provide it, it's dangers of maladministration. Now that's three. And now we file with the bond company because they failed to faithfully discharge the duties of the office, you see how it ties together? Sure, sure. You just need to know a few things. You don't have to hoe the whole Constitution because Article 1 is with the legislature. Article 2 is the executive. Article 3 is the the uh, uh, judicial. You don't need to worry about that. You only need to worry about the Fourth Amendment, the equal protection, and the couple of here that's in your uh, state declaration of rights, and that's what you hit them between the eyes with. Oh, that's great! Remember how David? Remember how David slew Goliath? Yep. He just took a little river stone and put it in, and slang it, and popped him between the eyes. And that's what these, the Fourth Amendment is the stone, mm. the Equal Protection Clause 241-242, they're all on that stone and the couple from your state. And that's the same information you send to your corporations. Yeah, fascinating. And your businesses. Uh, uh, let's see, Wilma wants to know, what what do I, again, look for in my state? What is yeah, you know, what's she asking? Oh, yeah. What do you look for? I know what she's asking. Yeah. You have to find your original Declaration of Rights. Original okay. Declaration of Rights. You could actually duck, duck, go that and find that in Texas. You could do. You can. You can look it up. You want to find out what year Texas became a state, okay. and that's the date. That's the date of the. You see, you can put in the Declaration of Rights in Virginia. See, Virginia does not have the right to keep and bear arms. It doesn't. No, because it falls under property. George Mason and the Virginia delegates knew when they wrote the Virginia Declaration of Rights, if you had to put a clause in for the right to keep and bear arms, then you'd have to put a clause in the right to keep and have a plow and the right to keep and have a house and the right to keep and have a bucket and the right to keep and have a horse. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, let's not do it's that. all property. Yeah. It's all property. Okay, well, the Virginia legislature is so ignorant and they don't even understand that. In 1971, they added, they amended the Virginia Declaration of Rights. The Virginia 13th uh, Amendment is about the militia. Well, in 1971, 
they added the clause to keep and bear arms because they didn't even know they don't even understand it's covered under property under section one of the article the uh, declaration of rights is it true the the, the original idea was uh, life liberty and the pursuit of property and some, and it was changed to happiness is that true uh, it was it was life in the declaration of independence it's life liberty and happiness and happiness but you see the declaration of independence was written in 1771 right yes, yes. yeah well in seven excuse me 1776 excuse me Ugh. 1776 the virginia representatives wrote the virginia declaration of rights this is where judge tannenbaum said go back and read your state declaration of rights it's more powerful than the federal bill of rights hmm. so the virginia declaration of rights says that all men are by nature equally free and independent and have certain inherent rights of which when they enter into a state of society they cannot by any compact deprived divest their posterity namely the enjoyment of life liberty with the means of acquiring and possessing property and pursuing and obtaining happiness and safety. I like that. So there's, so there it is, you see. So you don't want to depend on the, see, because remember the federal constitution, the U.S. constitution we know wasn't written until 1787. We had the Articles of Confederation that was written in 1777, 1778. And this constitution that we're living under, quote, living under, didn't come till 11 years down the road or how many years it was. So that's why Judge Tannenbaum said, go back and read your state declaration of rights. And here it is right here. The enjoyment of life, liberty, with the means of acquiring and possessing property and pursuing and obtaining happiness and safety. Good for Judge Tannenbaum. Good guy. Yes, he was. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I'm ruling. I'm ruling. You know, I read the article in June. I was at the beach in June of 2021 when that came out, and I was so excited. And <laughs> I finally went about three months ago and downloaded the ruling, the 20 pages. And I went, oh, shame on me for not pulling this down months ago, huh. months ago. Charlie, we got to do a quick little, quick little break here, and then we'll be right back with Charlie Sewell got a few more minutes uh 25 or so before we're going to talk with evan if you care to join us you can do it patrick at one radio network.com or triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. what a trip huh man you know so much everything going on in the world it's just a big who knows man it's just like crazy oh well we do what we can right Previously, with research scientists at MIT, Stephanie Seneff, Ph.D., and the curious connections between these glyphosates, Roundup, GMOs, and sulfur. So if you simply put the glyphosate in place of the glycine in the sulfur transferase, you will not be able to get the sulfate from the cholesterol sulfate to some other molecules, such as the heparin sulfate. The cell won't be able to defend itself with sulfate if it can't put the sulfate there. But it's really, really important to be able to do that because, for example, cholesterol sulfate, it delivers sulfate to the cells. But in order to deliver it, you've got to take the sulfate off of the cholesterol and put it on something else. And that's what, where the sulfur transferase would come in and wouldn't be able to do that. I know, it gets a little geeky, but the point is that without the proper amount of sulfur in the body, 
and now it's being disrupted because of the GMOs, even more than what it was already doing. It's, it's not good. So we think that this uh, sulfur product that we've been promoting is really helping people to keep everything kind of working well because this whole sulfur cycle is kind of God's way of keeping the bad guys out and exiting the body. And because our sulfur is absolutely pure with no additives, it's different from almost all the other ones out there. You can click an order, three prices, right on our website, oneradionetwork.com. If you have seen the... Uh the ad on our front page of One Radio Network for Andreas Seed Oils, and having you not clicked on there and purchased some, I think you're kind of missing out. These are just amazing, pristine oils uh, that are probably as low in the oxidation category as you can get because of the way that uh, this uh, fellow, uh, German by the way, and you know how feisty they can get about details and why some of the best cars are made in Germany. These, you know, they, they're real engineers. And, and uh, Andreas, he uh, made a way how to squash these little seeds, whether they be cumin seeds or um, coriander seeds, pumpkin seeds, hemp seeds, um, sesame seeds, all kinds of various seeds. And uh, do it in a way with so little friction and so little heat that uh, they're virtually pristine and they're good for you. Uh, most oils are very dangerous because they've been oxidized and as we know, cold pressed doesn't mean anything. You know, Cold pressed oils. So, these are very powerful. You can duck, duck, go. For example, say, what's black cumin seed oil good for? And go to a few websites and you'll see in this one, for example, it's amazing. I mean, the claims that are made from black cumin seed, from everything from uh, cancer cells that are running around that shouldn't be there or whatever, uh, it's crazy. Ulcers, stomach things, IBS, all kinds of things have been used uh, with this uh, uh, cumin seed. And imagine how many seeds have to be squoze up to get oil. And they're all myron glass, so their, their shelf life is, is uh, really good. So this is a, a good, it's a great company, and uh, we're going to get them on again and have them actually look at the whole, um, uh, take us around his his uh, his his kitchen there and uh, and show uh, show us how it all works. We'll do that soon. You may have heard us talk over the years about uh, Blue Shield and uh, these EMFs. They're they're very very dangerous uh, when you got cell phone towers down the street, Wi-Fi's and the rest of it. Uh, check this out. You might want to get yourself one of these. Previously, we were talking with Brandon about the Blue Shield EMF device, and he says it goes out 90 yards in all directions. It's an omnidirectional field that, if you think about a huge sphere that's expanding, that's that's essentially what the waveform pattern looks like. Oh, that's cool. So it's putting frequencies into the body, and then how does that work in relation to electromagnetic field that's coming in in the walls and the windows through a cell phone tower down the street? Yeah, so the cell repeaters and Wi-Fi and all this electromagnetic radiation in, in the um, in the environment, people mistakenly think that this is somehow going to act like a shield and block the radiation and make it not appear on any kind of tri-field meter or any measuring device. 
And that's simply not the case. It's more of a, an energy medicine, so to speak, where it's, it's stimulating the bodies at the cellular level to create a cellular response to make all the individual cells much stronger and more able to adapt to the EMF stressors. So that's number one on the physical or the somatic level where the body is experiencing a decrease in stress from electromagnetic fields. If you're interested, you can click on the Blue Shield ad on the front page of One Radio Network. Use promo code One Radio, or also contact Brandon through his website there when you click, and he'll give you more information. Front page Blue Shield EMF protection device on OneRadioNetwork.com. And even if you uh, turn your Wi-Fi off at night, which you should do, right? You, you got a message on your fridge, so you do that. Uh, you still want to have this guy on during the day uh, when you have your Wi-Fi. These things are not good. They're, they're hard on the body. And uh, this thing will help your body to uh, stay stronger uh, longer and, and not get sick from them. It, uh, the science is there. So check it out. It's on our website on OneRadioNetwork.com. Use promo code OneRadio. Know the source on One Radio Network. We're having fun talking with Charlie Sewell, uh, some gentleman who I've known for a very long time. Charlie's been looking at the Constitution and courts and legal stuff forever, Charlie, right? I mean, I mean, just a long time, haven't you? A long time, a long time. <laughs> Let me share one thought. We got a little bogged down in the first 30 or 40 minutes, and I didn't mean to. Mean to. There are a few things you have to understand. It's like doing a puzzle. Remember, you get the hundred-piece puzzles. Yeah. And you have the picture, and you, you and so this seven pages is going to cover what we're talking about to help them see the main pieces in the chessboard right and that's you're going to email people these uh, seven pages i'm going to also send the seven pages to attorney thomas friends who we've had on the show he's doing some great work i think he'll enjoy this as well and also send him this video but before you go did you want to have a, a few of the pieces here to just explain why they're important is that what you want well i was going to share one that just came to okay two days ago you know, the Ninth Amendment says the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. The rights retained by, where are they retained? I don't know. <laughs> okay. The Tenth Amendment, the power is not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited by the states or reserved to the states respectively or to the people. Where are they reserved? To the states I mean, and the people. people huh. You've seen people say all rights reserved, right? Well, where are they reserved? In us? No. Oh. They're <clears throat> reserved in your state's Declaration of Rights. Oh. They're reserved in the Federal Bill of Rights. That's because they have to be written down. You know, when a cop pulls you and gives you a ticket, does he say, hey, Patrick, uh, just go in on Wednesday and tell Judge Sewell I said that you ran, you were speeding, you were going 45 and a 20. Just just tell him I said that and, and we'll deal with it. He gives you a piece of paper, right? Because yeah. it has to be written down. I see. 
So where where are our rights reserved where we can take it into a court of law or anywhere and say, here it is. Here's your oath of office. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's there where they're go. reserved in the in the Bill of Rights for the states and also the Bill of Rights that we're talking about today. Right. They're, res- yeah. they're reserved. There. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you what do you think that? Um, well. Somebody asked about this. Have you heard of this Reimer Fulmerch, Fulmerch fellow? Fulmerch, uh, Germany, and he's... Isn't he the one that's building the case to take to the Nuremberg court? That's right. And people have asked about that Nuremberg thing, and you mentioned that the, that the ladies in Texas mistakenly brought that up. Do you think that means anything, big picture with these injections, with all you know about the I- legal system? Well, I don't know about a lot about the legal system. I know. Well, you know a lot about the Constitution. There, there, yeah, there is a lot of information that they lied. We already know there's no verified material evidence. Right. SARS virus. There's no evidence on the mass. There's no Madison on the boosters. None of that. None of that. Okay. We know all of that's a lie. Yes. And now we've got people dying. Yes. We know that they used remdesivir. Yes. in the hospitals that they told everybody you needed it and then they came out nine months later and said well wait a minute if you've got co- the people that are healthy and get it don't die but the people that have the comorbidities of obesity diabetes da 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 da, da they die yeah. so they've done all the i mean this is pretty damning evidence and if in fact he's able to do this um they're be huge, um, huh? be huge. yeah i mean you're talking you, you, you. We could see a lot of people doing the rope dance. Really? Do, do you think? I've thought so much about this. Do you think that the the media, so much of the mainstream media that have been, we know they're complicit in this, right? They just keep oh, yeah. they just keep running this these stories, and they have the internet. They have access to how dangerous these things are. I mean, come on. Uh, do you think that someday that they could be held accountable? For what they have participated in this, would that be, would that be like fairy tale in a movie only? And do you think it could ever happen in reality, physical reality? Well, they have a corporate responsibility. Oh. Nowhere in their corporate charters, nowhere in the oath of office. See, the oath of office is a performance affidavit. It says, "I will support the Constitution. Right. I won't trespass it." Okay. It's a it's an affidavit to do no harm. Hmm. Where in the corporate charter of Moderna does it say it's okay you can put vaccines out to kill people? It's not there. No. I mean, is there's I mean it it just goes I mean, the person I look forward to seeing getting in this net is Fauci. I mean, this guy is so dirty. Amazing. I'll tell you what, he's the only people that are dirtier is the FBI, and Fauci makes the FBI look like virgins. Really, really, he, yeah, he's just whoa. And he was in on no, this whole, not. he was in on this whole AIDS thing too, the forty years ago, right? Exactly. Just you know, I mean, it's horrible. I mean, I'm just that's just my personal no, opinion. No, I, 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 speech. No. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I'm not meaning to disparage the guy. But I tell you what, I mean, he even told people to double mask and kind of laughed about it. Yeah. And you've got people out there double masking. 
So do you think that the vaccine people sleep okay at night because of this whole, um, what was it in, during Reagan, where they gave them immunity? And is that whole at all? I don't know how they sleep at night. Uh, you know, there's that wonderful movie uh, about DuPont and Teflon called Dark Waters. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I mean, those guys, they apparently didn't have a bit of problem with what they were doing. And the documents were all there. And they said, we're going to go ahead and sell Teflon. You know, I mean, I, I just, who knows? Who knows what goes on in the souls of those people? But those people are the same people, you know, that are that are dying to take their kids to get vaccinated. And they're going to take them and get boosters too. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm like you, Patrick. I'm sitting there looking and going, this is the most bizarre, bizarre thing. Yeah, it's, it really is. Um, I mean, I mean, you look at the civil rights movement and what was going on in Alabama and Mississippi and all of that all around the country. And all of that was justified. I mean, these people were the black people and uh, women and, and other nationalities were all given secured rights under the Constitution. OK, and they just the nation and the people woke up at the same time to march to achieve what they were endowed by the creator with written in in the documents and yet you've got fauci doing the, and and the numbers are coming out now and fauci isn't backing off at all i know yeah and neither is nancy and of course you know nancy pelosi in the legislature they haven't done the vaccinations Oh, they have? She even admitted, I read to you last time, where, where she admitted in April two years ago, where she said, oh, we're not under executive orders. And we can't we can't ask our uh, aides and stuff if they've gotten the vaccine, because that's a violation of the Hippocratic Oath hmm. and of HIPAA. Hmm. She said it. I got the article, you know. So here they are requiring everybody, requiring corporations, the police departments, all of the hospitals. <coughs> to get people, their people vaccinated. And yet she admitted she had no authority to make anybody get vaccinated. Boy, we are in a... I see trouble coming down the road. We are in really spooky. Do you, um, do you think big picture, you know, because you've been a uh, an observer of this country for a very long time and, and the way it's put together with the Constitution... Do you think there's a way that we could ever right this ship? Or, Charlie, do you think it's going to have to implode and we start over again because it's so swampy? I think, bonds, I think these three ladies that have really put together the bonds for the win, <coughs> excuse me, mm -hmm. I think that's the best opportunity we've got. If the people will follow what these ladies are talking about and then extend it out into their city council, their mayor, their sheriff, their police department and understand, come to understand where they're violating the secured rights of the people, where they're committing fraud by not telling the people that by accepting this money, we have to mm -hmm. do masks, do CTR, that all of that is fraud under 241, 242, 248, Title 18 USC 241, 242, and it's in the documentation that I've got here. That is the key 
That's where they commit the fraud. That's where they have shown intent. They have done conscious intent to violate the oath of office, the Constitution, and the rights of the people. And that's where we go after them and do it with the bond. Do you have to get uh, some kind of, uh, um, I don't even know what the term is, uh, police or FBI or somebody to indict these people for fraud? Or do you, how do you do that? I think part of that may come down the road. I mean, you actually can file charges. Can you? But the, the, the more of this is going to come out, okay? And um, I will just tell people, um, um, if they contact me, there are programs out there to get. I mean, we are so undereducated. Oh. I don't even call people sheeple anymore. No. It's, That's not fair. Yeah. They're just so under it because nobody has shown them anything that works. And so if you can't find something that works, then it's just, okay, I don't want to hear it. Right. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to take my kids to sports so they can play football, basketball, baseball. You know, nobody's shown me anything that works. I'm just don't, I don't want to hear it. If it doesn't work, I don't want to hear it. I understand. And so that's what's happened. And we have been, we as a as a as a culture have just been just riding along on this coattails of this constitution for what 150 years or something, and not knowing anything uh, about yeah, pretty, it. Pretty, I and think the, over and over that. And yeah. the money system for the last hundred years since 1913, and we've been just you know dazed and confused. So um, you know we may have to go through some really challenging stuff to ride our own personal ship. Do you know what I mean? It's like... I think... Oh, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm hoping... I'm hoping the bonds for the win will provide remedy at the local level. Because once you start at the local level... See, we've had the... We have the ability at the state and local level. You can go... You can write the Secretary of State and get the oath of office of the governor, the lieutenant governor, the uh, uh, state's attorney, the Secretary of State. You can get your... House of Representatives, your congressional members in your district, you can get their oaths of office hmm. and use this information about the oath of office, the supremacy clause, the Fourth Amendment, and and their bond is there. You can get their bond also. Most of them are under a blanket bond. You'll see all this information at Bonds for the Win. Hmm. See, we've got the. See, once you get into the federal level, that's like trying to deal with Russia. It's just too big too covered up and all of that but at the local and state level we can do that we can bring about change here that's where the action is well charlie thanks so much for coming on the show we appreciate it so your email address is this one right here and you have a what a seven page document that kind of really points out the different important aspects of what we talked about today right Yes, and I have a couple other supporting documents. And if people are interested in learning about the judicial system, that that's what I'm studying now. I want to learn how hmm. to write motions to do all of that, and we can do that. We don't have this is another area that we've been conned. Is they've made it sound like oh, you've got to go to law school right. to do yeah. this, and at the local level, we don't have to do that. Hire somebody at five hundred dollars an hour to do it for you. And you could yeah you could do it yourself huh sure well and it's uh, the email address is cdsea10gmail.com 
Uh, somebody just wrote in, uh, Beverly, what's the name of that Bonds for the Win? Is that what it's just Bonds for the Win? Bonds for the Win. Just type in Bonds for the Win okay. and go down and you'll see the webpage. It's a wonderful webpage and it's got all the information and they've got a tab that goes into all each of the 50 states that they've been able to get the information and shows all the hmm. uh, code for your state referencing the bond, what officials have to have it, where the bond is filed and all of that stuff. That's pretty cool. So these ladies are really on it, huh? They just took it upon themselves to figure this out. Violet, Violet's son was autistic and the mask was creating emotional distress wow. and she went and talked to the superintendent and the school their school principal and the superintendent saying this is creating a real emotional problem for my child and he's doing harm to himself and they said well we don't care wow and she said okay 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 <laughs> here comes mama bear she, yeah <laughs> and there was a guy in ohio steve Socha, S-O-C-H-A, in November 23rd of last year, who went to his school board, and I've got his information, and I'll send it to you. It goes hand in hand hmm. with the um, three ladies' uh, bonds for the win, and she read his information, and she got in contact with him, and she went and got the bonds and stuff and say, let's go. You want to dance? Let's dance. Wow. And so they're really having success with this. And yes, they are. And it's happening all across the country. Wow. And some parents in Catawba, uh, North Carolina, went to their school board. And uh, overnight at the board meeting, I think it was like uh, 14,000 students in Catawba County were no longer required to wear a mask. It's happening because when you start telling them, I'm going to come in after your bond. See, they're liable personally. I see. Yeah. They're liable personally. Mm -hmm. Okay. All of this happens in their personal capacity. It happens in their public capacity, but they have to pay any claim on the bond back. If the limit in, in your county is $500,000 and you file a claim for $500,000 and 10 dollars $500,000 and the claim gets paid off, that parent, that school board member has to pay all that money back Whoa. because because they violated the secured rights under the constitution they violated the fourth amendment and their oath of office said they'll support the constitution and the bond says to faithfully discharge the duties of the office and it does not say they get to violate the equal rights protection 241 deprivation of rights and conspiracy rights under color of law so that's why these bonds are powerful because you're really literally hitting home with these people and they could That's lose. They could lose at home. Lose the whole thing. They're going to lose everything. Everything. They're going to lose everything. They're going to lose their homes, their automobiles. Wow. They're going to lose their pension funds. They're going to lose it all. And that's why they. That's why it. it, it that's why it works. Because then they stop. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Wow. Yes. Huh. Okay, Charlie. We got to run. We got another interview coming up. Thanks a lot, brother. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Thank uh, you, Patrick. Thank oh, you very much. Such an honor to have you on. You're doing great work. You stay there and stay under the radar now. You got it. Yeah, I know the radar. <laughs> See you, Charlie. All right. Charlie Seal. Blessings, Patrick my Kim. brother. Blessings to you. He's a good one. His email address is cdsea10 at gmail.com. cdsea10 gmail.com. He'll send you this seven-page deal. And also, he's very generous with his time as far as 
you know, answering questions and stuff. So, you know, don't overstay your welcome there because he doesn't get paid for any of this stuff, so he's just on his own. But I love you all very much. We're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to talk to Evan Folds about uh, uh, what we think is what we grow and the work of Rudolf Steiner. And that's coming up in about 10 minutes. I'm going to grab a piece of organic, fresh, well, you don't care, cheese, and then I'll be, I'll be right back. So stay there, 10 minutes. See From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. <laughs> 